Hello guys and welcome back to Mummy Jojo Uncut Mojo Injection episode 10. Gonna get a whoop whoop. 10's one of my favourite numbers and this week I have one of my favourite vloggers and all round legends on the podcast. Our brands are a little bit like tea and toast. Wellness meets fitness. We love to have fun, not take ourselves too seriously and create content. Welcome to Michael Ujoa. You heard it here first, guys. We pronounce his name Ujoa. And Michael has so much to offer from um, just general knowledge and nutrition. He's an online PT, fantastic vlogger, provides really, really consistently strong content that is useful really useful and this week's powerful we talk about a lot of stuff and i know it's going to help you certainly helped me really enjoyed listening back to this one so welcome yojoa how are we today michael i'm very well how are you oh so well i've just uh, we've been chatting in the garden and i'm feeling like the mojo's in check already love it it's good to hear so things are going great for you. You're absolutely nailing Instagram, social media. Why do you think people have fallen in love with you? Oh, I hope they've fallen in <laughs> love with me. That's uh, some intro. Thank you. Um, I don't know. I think with the fitness industry, I think people are a bit tired of the usual, the usual approach that personal trainers take. And it's quite nice when someone takes a down-to-earth, normal approach, doesn't take themselves too seriously, and just wants to show people that being fit and healthy can be fun yeah. and can just fit into everyday lifestyle. It doesn't have to be something that completely consumes your life. Yeah. And that's the approach I like to take and push. I always say when we take ourselves too seriously, that's when it all goes a bit tits up. Um, and it's so refreshing just to see you having a laugh. And I would say you do make me want to be a better person on Instagram. I have been guilty in the past, not this year, I don't think, but certainly last summer of you know, doing shots of me in a bikini from good angles, thinking, oh yeah, you got this girl. And, and that's probably not great for people's mental health, and especially if, you know, I've took it from another angle and thinking, why did I post that picture? So mm-hmm. I, I sort of think twice about what I put out there now. Yeah, I, I don't like to put out too many pictures of me with my top off. I think my physique isn't bad. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I don't think it's that helpful. Some people will find that motivating, but most of the general population won't. Um, I'd rather put out content that they can use, that they can apply to their lives, not, oh look, there's a personal trainer who works in a gym, so it's not as difficult for him to get in shape. To find the balance, because you want people to see that you're strong and you're you're smashing it, a tricky one. It is a difficult balance, (laughs) and it's one that I actually struggle with, because I see all other personal trainers posting pictures of themselves with their top off, getting loads of likes and comments, and. I don't know, is that going to help people or is it just to fuel your ego? Yeah. So it, it is difficult and I would, would I like to post more pictures with my top off? I don't know. I don't know. I'd rather give out good content that people can use. That's that's the approach I always like to take. Well, it's working. So I say just keep, keep doing what you're doing. And Thank you very um, much. It's, it's brilliant. So we've been working together. You've been a, an amazing support for me, encouragement. I met you. You were a speaker at one of the blogging events. It was an Instagram event, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And um, I'd seen your content before. So when we, we caught up for a coffee... I wanted to say to you, if you're going to be giving me your knowledge, because you know what you're talking about, about you know food and nutrition, you're really clued up. But I thought, I don't want you to invest your time 
if my head's not in it. Because for exercise, I feel I'm on a good journey. I have the motivation. I'm happy to go to the gym, go running. I know it's good for me. Whereas food over the years, I've always found it hard to have the balance. I've done a lot of fad diets. We'll get to that later. Mm -hmm. um, and I've just never had a perfect balance. And I've had to really think about it, especially with the book, because there's a whole chapter about food and me actually writing a letter to food and food writing back to me. And um, I wanted to ask you, does someone need to be in the right headspace with food in terms of you know addiction or or having trouble with that balance, not being able to say no to the second portion, even if they do have weight to lose? Is there a point in someone working with a coach like yourself when they've not got that sussed out yet? Yes. <laughs> in, in short. Yeah, it's um that's why I find the initial consultation is such an important part of the process of when I go to work with a client. I've turned clients away who have wanted to give me their money because they're not ready to mm -hmm. change yet. Mm -hmm. um, if someone is not in the right headspace, uh, then there's just no point in working together because you're not going to reach your goals. Mm -hmm. Until you're kind of ready to change, uh, you can tell that from that consultation you have at the start. You can tell by the way people are speaking to you, the emotions that they're showing through the way they speak to you. Mm -hmm. You can tell when people are ready to give it a go. Mm -hmm. And if they're not, then I can give people tips to start thinking about change or uh, yeah just things to start thinking about that maybe in a few months time when they are ready yeah. come back to me and then I can help you so what what do you think makes someone ready because for me I, I actually I was hypnotized to look into my mind and my relationship with food we went back to my childhood we had me speaking to my 10 year old self about calm and balance and um, episode 9 which was last week if you want to hear about that in more detail I just find it fascinating how some people you know they really want to lose weight perhaps the doctor said look this is life changing mm -hmm. and some people go out and smash it and others really struggle because with food it's not like you can just stop eating it's always there yeah it's really tough I think if you had the secret then you'd be a very very rich person <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah it's it really is a difficult one and I I, the way I like to look at it is someone needs to find their reason why they want to change. Um, a lot of people will come to me and say, I want to lose two stone. Mm -hmm. Well, good. But why do you want to do that? Mm -hmm. um, if you don't attach a good reason why to the, um, why you want to improve your health, why you want to make that change, you're just not going to stick to the process. Mm -hmm. um, so if someone, as I said, comes to me wanting to lose two stone, delve deeper and ask, okay, why do you want to do that? And then once you start kind of peeling back the layers, you realise it might be that they want to be able to run around with their children without feeling out of breath. They might want to be around a little bit longer so they can spend more time with their grandkids. If there's a good reason why, then the process is so much easier. But it's difficult to find that reason why. Do you know what I think's great with you, though, is you looked at my fitness pal and I been, had a ridiculous number there. And you said, what are you doing? Let's move that up at least to 1,700. Or, you know, we looked at the calories because you were saying you're not going to be happy. You know how hard I work. I know how hard you work. We need energy. We need fuel. So you said to me right away, that is not sustainable. No wonder you're, you're losing weight and then you're piling it back on because you're I know I was out of control when I met you. I, I don't. When you said right, take the pictures, the progress shots. I thought I cannot believe when I just looked at my stomach how much weight I'd put on, and it just crept on. It's quite scary, actually. Yeah, it can be. But most people, when they come to me and they've tried to lose weight before, uh, the calories they put themselves on are completely crazy. There's amazing calorie tracking apps out there, but for some reason, the algorithms they have built into these apps will just give you 
a really low calorie intake. What do you remember? What calories that the app was telling you I to take? I think it was twelve or thirteen hundred. Yeah, it's just not sustainable. There's you can stick that for maybe a few days, maybe a week or two if you're feeling uh, completely up for it. But it's just not sustainable long term. So you're never going to get those results that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. If you can have yourself on a small calorie deficit, so that's just on a slightly smaller amount of calories that your body needs to maintain your weight. So it means you're going to start eating into those fat reserves. You're going to start losing weight. Mm-hmm. You're going to be able to keep it up for so much longer. Yeah, that's more good advice. Listen to that, people. Um, so let's talk about your why then. So with exercise and food, why do you do it? Have you had the passion? What what brought you to what you're doing today? Blimey, yeah, it's a long road. Um, I So I studied as an occupational therapist back in 2008 mm-hmm. um, and then ended up working for an occupational health company for two, three years doing health surveillance work. So I was moving into more of a nursing role Mm. and I just didn't enjoy it. I wanted to do a job that I was passionate about, something that I just really enjoyed. And Mm. I've always loved my exercise. I was always quite a sporty guy back at school. Um, Loved playing football mainly. Um, And then, so I thought, I'll go and do personal training for a bit. So it sounds like it could be quite good fun. And I just completely fell in love with it. Um, So I started lifting weights maybe when I was about 17, 18, because as most guys do, they think I'd look a little bit better if I had a bit of muscle on me. Um, and it becomes quite addictive, um, rightly or wrongly. Um, and then the nutrition side of things, I, I really sparked an interest there when I, I was getting very unwell a few years ago. Uh, so I went to visit my GP. They had no idea what was wrong with me. They sent me to hospital checkups. I had cameras put inside of me um, and no one knew what was up. And the only way to find out what was wrong with me was by using Google and that completely blew my mind that that was the only way that I could sort my health out. Um, So after looking through Google, um, I was told to do an elimination diet. So I started cutting back every food group until I found out what was wrong with me and sadly it was dairy. So I was lactose intolerant. Um, I cut out dairy from that point and I just felt incredible. And yeah, it's when you're fueling yourself correctly with the foods that make you feel good, Mm. it completely changes your life. And that just sparks an interest in nutrition for me. I thought, how could I see that many medical professionals and no one ever suggested that diet might be an issue? Mm-hmm. Um, and it should be one of the first things that medical professionals look at, in my opinion. Yeah, it, it's so powerful. I mean, they say you are what you eat, but I, I sometimes get these headaches and my body t- and my mind tells me it's associated with food. Mm-hmm. And I've not worked out what it is actually. I've not kept a journal because it doesn't happen that often. There's two types of headaches I get. If I've trained really, really hard and I sweat a lot and I've not had enough to eat or drink after, I get a migraine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other one would be, yeah, I know it's associated with food and I just, I'm not sure what it is yet. But as I say, it's not a big enough problem like with you. It was, it was daily that was really impacting It was, you. yeah, I was just bloated um we won't go into too many details but yeah digestive system just wasn't this is real my best talk friend. here listen is, i yeah. i'm happy to hear as much as you want it was yeah i i was just completely blocked up it was horrible um so I, dairy was actually the last thing i cut out because i loved milk dairy products and it's in everything as well now uh, when you go out for dinner they cook food in butter Every oh. kind of lovely treat that you enjoy probably has dairy in it. Um, oh. Crisps and stuff all have dairy in it. It's all the healthy really? stuff. Crisps? I wouldn't have thought of crisps. Yeah, so kind of Doritos. Oh no, know, they're my favourite. Um, so yeah, but the feeling, the way I feel now after cutting out dairy is way better than 
the feeling I get from eating a dairy containing product. Yeah, that's the thing. No matter how much you love it, if it makes you feel miserable. See, my mum is definitely going to listen to this. She's had such a tough life with food. At school, they made her drink this milk and it was awful because it was making her so sick. She can't drink milk. She can't have dairy. She's now worked out she's gluten tolerant and she sometimes she gets so down with it but she feels much better when she just sticks to the, the food that makes her body happy that's that's the best thing about nutrition though everyone is completely different the foods mm. that work for you just wouldn't work for me um, mm. it's the same when it comes to dieting and wanting to lose weight um, Margaret next door might have an amazing diet that helped her lose two stone but that just won't work for another person Mm-hmm. And you need to find your approach, the way that works for you, and yeah, it'll just make the process so much easier. Yeah, I find I, what's so good about you is I can trust you, and a lot of people can trust you. You talk so openly about things, and you didn't really put me on an exact diet, or oh, you can't have this. There was nothing mm-hmm. really off limits, and you, and you even said, look, if you still want to have the old drink, that's fine. You don't mm-hmm. have to cut out alcohol, which was great. Shared my love of venison and things like that, but you, you did you were quite clued up on the macros and how much protein I should be having and Mm. I think for me it's perhaps just keeping within calories and keeping active. It is yeah so I take in kind of if it fits your macros approach or flexible dieting is another term for it you basically have your numbers that you can hit for the day and as long as like 90% of the food you're eating is coming from good sources real food whole foods Mm -hmm. then it allows a bit of room for the odd treat here and there Mm -hmm. and a lot of people will have a cookie and then punish themselves for the next two to three days because they think, oh, I can't have that, I'm trying to lose weight. Mm. Whereas if you just build these things into your diet, you take a sensible approach with it, you can do it for long term. So much more enjoyable that way, isn't Absolutely. it? You don't want to dread your weekends as well. You don't want to be like, oh crap, I'm having gin and tonic tonight or I want to open that bottle of fizz and <laughs> oh, you know, beat yourself up. And it's, you know, we'll, we'll go into body positivity and stuff soon, but um, I want to ask you first about, you know, detox teas and diets and oh I, I just love how honest you are do you you probably get quite a lot of trolls though right oh i do anytime i kind of uh, i i criticize any product that has a fairly big following on social media there yeah yeah uh, the supporters come out the woodwork and i don't mind i'm pretty thick-skinned and people can criticize my approach and the way that i do things but i'm always gonna put out a message that is positive and helpful for the general population i'm not gonna try and make a few quid from selling a product that does nothing. Mm-hmm. You don't need a detox tea. <laughs> your, your body detoxes itself. And I actually put a post out on Instagram this morning. And if your body is having a problem detoxing itself, then you need a doctor, not a hot drink. <laughs> I love it. Is there anything else we should avoid? Um, skinny coffees are exactly the same. Uh, so there's some research that suggests that green tea extract can help you lose weight but the benefits are marginal. So basically what they're having is a coffee, a regular coffee bean, and they're adding green tea extract into it and promoting it as a weight loss, the magic cure. And it's just not, it's not gonna make that much difference at all. Um, Your main, the the main bulk of your results are gonna come from keeping a calorie deficit. Mm -hmm. That skinny coffee or detox tea is gonna make next to no difference at all. Do you know, I was saying to you, I sent you a picture, I could not believe it's a caramel frappuccino is only about 200 calories and it tastes to die for. I was just like, you know, that's one of my treats. A little bit of cream on top in the summer with the caramel. I was like, bring it on. I would much rather have that and and balance it out a bit, as you say, than spend a tenner on a box of detox tea Mm -hmm. and and punish myself. 
Life's for living, guys. It really is, yeah. And I, I eat the odd bit of junk food. Do you know what? In fact, I love junk food. I do. I love junk food. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like most of the food I eat is really healthy and I eat loads of fruit and vegetables. I, I get a good amount of sleep. I exercise regularly. And I just think, what's wrong with the odd bit of pizza, the odd burrito and the oh. odd frappuccino or whatever it was that you just said in the oh, drink? Oh, frappuccino, caramel, coffee, frap. Oh. Do you know what? Have it. <laughs> so good. Do you know, I love how you talk about avocados. It's just so funny. The picture you posted a few weeks ago, though, it did make me think that looks disgusting because avocados, they just lose that nice green. They just go quite yucky quite quickly, don't they? It's, uh, I've, I've never liked avocado. It's one of those foods <laughs> that I'm supposed to love because I'm a personal trainer, but I don't. Whereas, I know we spoke about this earlier, but if you mix it up into a guacamole and chuck it in a burrito, then, I'm yeah, I'm all for it. Yeah. But avocado, no, I'll have to pass, thank you. But that kind of, just want to cover a topic there. People think that these foods, because they're seen as really healthy, you can eat loads of them in your diet, but mm. you need to be aware of calorie content, even when it comes to healthy foods. Mm-hmm. So if you look at a whole avocado, the amount of calories that are in that are how many are? Do you know? I can't remember the exact amount. Um, I don't want to get it completely wrong with people sending messages getting it wrong. Um, but it's quite, not that high, but it's still fairly high. And people think that you can. Same with like nuts. It's very easy oh, to yeah. overeat in kind of nuts and dried fruit, especially and avocados. And although you're eating healthy foods, you can still overeat and put on weight. Mm-hmm. So. It's just something to be aware of. Yeah, I just love guacamole, by the way. I, I'm, I think we should start a new trend. Like, it's not about the that. Guacamole diet. It's just, it's all about the guacamole. You know, you've got your fresh lime, you can put a bit of chilli in there. It speeds up your metabolism, right? Is yeah. that a myth? Or? Something like that, yeah. yeah. No, no. Uh, do you not think so? Uh, not enough to have any significant effect. Really? Because yeah. I know people that hammer chilli in and they are pretty in good shape but I worry about the digestive system yeah that's the only thing I heard I don't know if you know this but I read once that peppers the seeds in peppers are really bad for you I think my mum told me and then I thought well crap I like my curry really spicy so I always put the seeds in if I'm if I'm not cooking for the kids as well or put chilli on top I've not heard that they're bad for you but I'm more than happy to be corrected on that yeah I just wor- I, I worry what I'm doing my dad used to hammer Vindaloo's when he was my age a bit younger actually and then he got a stomach ulcer so I was going to say he's got a stomach of steel but obviously not well, the ulcer's kicked in I thought I did and I thought I'm so like my dad in every way um, and he's the inspiration behind what I do and I thought well I've got his anxiety I've got his stomach any weight we put on goes right there we love food I thought oh actually yeah maybe I'm going to get a stomach ulcer mm-hmm. maybe I should go and get that checked actually find out how old he was when he got his but I just worry that the seeds mm. not that I'm aware of but I, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't quote me on that mm. my mum's a wise owl and she did read somewhere that pepper seeds not chilli but just the, the sort of standard peppers if you're in the states you'll call them capsicums uh, is that the one? I think, I think so. <laughs> but you, you love coffee. You share my love of coffee. I what, do love coffee. What's your favourite place to have coffee in Edinburgh? <sighs> oh, that's a question. Mm. I've kind of got like a top three, I think. Oh, tell yeah. me, tell me. Um, Cairngorm. Oh, yeah. Shop we on, met there. Yeah, uh, Melville Street. That's a great coffee shop. Um, Grand's Cafe. Mm-hmm. Do great coffee. Mm-hmm. Just opposite Haymarket and... That's a tough one. Have you been to Burr Co? I do like Burr Co. Uh, maybe okay. Low Down Coffee, I think, would take my third spot. But Burr Co, I regularly go there to do uh, a bit of work. They feature in the book. 
It's just their decor. I like their decor. Yeah. They gave me a free coffee once, so... Um, Best friends. I love yeah. it. <laughs> no, but I, I, I love that you're breaking the norm in the fitness industry, and I wanted to talk to you a bit about body positivity as well, because I struggle with it, okay? Mm-hmm. As a mental health ambassador, I know that I don't want to make people feel crap if I'm saying, oh, I would like to lose a bit of weight or get in shape. Mm-hmm. I mean, the doctors have actually said to me, though, if you, you know, have had the health MOT, and the feedback was... Everything's great. Blood pressure's great. You could lose, I can't remember how many inches they said, but mm-hmm. off my waist they said, if you could just get your waist down a bit, that would be great for your health. So it's not just me being vain. Mm-hmm. I believe it would be great for my health. Just if I can keep continuing, I'm in a good path at the moment and I can keep working hard to get there. But what about someone, you know, has body positivity gone too far? What about someone who's sitting there who's really really morbidly obese Mm -hmm. right and there's campaigners out there saying that's fine love yourself love your body now what's your thoughts how can we have a healthy balance here i think the first thing to say is um is just to focus on the health aspect and if you are overweight obese then you are increasing your risk of diseases cancer heart attack stroke um, so that should always be at the forefront of everything. Um, if you are overweight or obese, then I would encourage you to try and lose weight. However, it kind of comes back to what we were talking about before. If someone is not ready to lose weight or ready to change, then you can criticise them as much as you want on social media and you can have a go at their lifestyle, but it's not helpful in any way. If mm-hmm. someone's not ready to change, then there's no point in criticising them. You're just going to make them feel like crap. And I think we do need, I, I love your posts, and especially lately, because there's so much about mental health at the moment, and you've really been sympathetic there, and you've spoken about, encourage people to be kind, and look out, and, and not to slam, you know, dunk to people on, on social media, because it, it's really hard. It does come down to mental health, I think. And at the end of the day, if we were splitting the two, it probably would be more food, Yes. an exercise would you agree? Yeah I think that plays the biggest part. You can exercise as much as you like but if you're not in that calorie deficit then you're not going to lose weight. So I think most of it does come down to your diet um, but yeah exercise plays a part. It's a tough one isn't it? It's a tough one because you could over exercise, mm-hmm. you could totally over exercise and, and that's a mental health thing too. I mean Scott he and we talk about this um, we spoke about it in the podcast actually and um, we speak about this in in the book and um, he used to have a gambling addiction and it was it was a really dark time um and i didn't realize till we got together and i thought oh i saw one of those uh, you know the machines the fruit mm-hmm. machines and i was like for a frugal scottish guy you know i'm the spender in our relationship he's the saver mm-hmm. why the hell is he throwing all that money in the machine and i i got a real fright it was in the, the airport on route to ibiza our first holiday what on earth are you doing mate mm-hmm. stop throwing like 20 30 quid and not even think about it and then you won't buy me that expensive cocktail at the no. bar i was raging <laughs> and then we were in gambia and there was a casino the following mm-hmm. year and of course after that we went on a break because i was i i basically didn't understand mental health back mm-hmm. then right so i judged him i moaned at him so you can apply this to food and um, i was not a supportive partner 
but I totally loved him. This is March 2009, and he said, we're going on a break. I was like, you dick. Um, so basically, oh, great diet though. I mean, didn't eat anything that week. Lost a bit of stone. No, so then I turn up in uh, a bar, and I'm looking, you know, pretty hot. Lost half a stone that week or whatever. Anyway, I heartbroken, thinking, what's going to happen? And he said, no, no, I, I do love you. I want it. But he'd been pushing me away because of mm-hmm. the gambling. He wanted space to do it. But then he wanted to change. Yeah. He's not been through therapy or anything like that. Um, he was hypnotised to stop smoking and that worked until someone introduced him to menthols and that's another story. Uh, but he used to smoke Marlboro Reds. But the, the thing was, it was just, uh, he, he discovered exercise and Scott's got an addictive personality much more than me and he's very fit. He's, I think there's two camps. There's people that can work with a trainer and people that can't. Scott thinks he knows it all. So he, he'd be like, I don't need, I don't need advice. Yeah. I do things my way. I've got a six pack. I know what I'm doing. You know, fair enough. He, to give him credit, he'll go in the gym and he'll smash. I need it. to go for a workout with Scott. Oh, you do. His paces, yeah. Oh, that would be that would be fun content, right? Let's dial that in. Um, but but he's he's hooked on exercise mm-hmm. and his colleagues slag him. They'll say, why'd you never come to the work lunches? To the point that he can be quite antisocial sometimes, but he needs to have those five sessions. And mm-hmm. then on the weekend, he doesn't go to the gym occasionally, but not really. It'll be more running around with the kids, but he's always on the go. But the thing is with him, I think it's okay because he goes for the hour and his lunch break, but he's it's fine. It's not like he's going five times a day, but that's helped him get over his gambling. Mm-hmm. Exercise is his release in a sense. So I think if you're going to use... You're going to be addicted to something. Would you say exercise is probably one of the better things? Yeah, I think so. You need to find that thing you enjoy. With exercise, um, people always come to me and say, what's the best exercise to lose weight or get myself in shape? And my answer is always, well, what do you enjoy doing? Mm -hmm. Um, I can tell you to go and lift weights five days a week, but if you hate being in the gym and you hate lifting weights, then you're not going to stick to that, are you? Mm -hmm. So if you enjoy Zumba, go and join a Zumba class. If you Mm -hmm. like walking up hills go walk up hills but find what you enjoy and then yeah, it does become addictive exercise makes you feel great gives mm. you a massive buzz but as you said he was ready to change wasn't he with that gambling addiction I'm not a specialist in this area by any means but yeah. I'm sure there's probably you probably couldn't say anything to him that would have made him change sooner yeah I don't think so but I think it really just showed me how the power of exercise because that's almost been the one thing that he could stay addicted to um, and it's but it's not had any negative consequences Perhaps he's tired some days, but he feels great. Mm-hmm. He gets the buzz. He is, ad- I would say he is addicted to exercise, but I think the balance is okay because he's not doing it crazy amounts a day. But if I was concerned, I'd probably say to you, someone I can trust in the industry, right, I think he's taking it too far mm-hmm. now. What do you think? Um, but you would say that sounds okay. Yeah, yeah, no, it sounds like he's got a good balance there. So if that's helping him, then take my hat off. Do you, have you had a lot of cases where with clients, and I know you can't talk about any clients individually, but uh, where you've seen people get over addiction or, or, or talk to you about that from a mental health point of view? Um, I've had a lot of clients with previous eating disorders and that's difficult. Um, but in regards to exercise, no, actually. Most people that come to me are the opposite. They need a bit of motivating. <laughs> Some of them want a bit of a kick up the bum to get them into the gym, which I, I'll happily provide. It's very rare that I see someone with an addiction to exercise and overtraining. Um, I don't know, I always encourage all the clients I train with to at least incorporate one, maybe two complete rest days every single week. Mm-hmm. And I usually find that if they do stick to my guidance, then they should be okay. They should be giving themselves enough rest to recover in between each session. Have you heard that um, exercise is the most underused antidepressant? 
Absolutely. Yeah, it's great for mental health. Um, I'm sure after your workouts you feel buzzing. Some oh. of the messages you sent me after your workouts is, oh. yeah, it's why we do it. Yeah, I just totally but It's amazing. I, I do prefer to get it done in the morning mm-hmm. and then it sets me up for the day, but it's quite hard with my setup at the moment. Um, so sometimes I have to go at night and then I'm like buzzing in bed. So I'm like, oh. yeah, I know I play football late at night on Mondays and I can't sleep till about midnight, maybe one o'clock just because yeah, I'm yeah, buzzing. It's, it's hard because then I need to get to sleep because I have kids jumping on my head any time of the night. Um, but yeah, it's something I'd rather do that than not go at all. So you just sort Absolutely. of have to fit it in. What would you say to people that say they're too busy to exercise? There's always time to exercise. I, I'll never take that as an excuse. Life can get busy and can get in the way, but there's always something that you can be doing. Mm. Um, whether that is squeezing in a, a 10 minute interval circuit that you can do at home just with your body weight, mm-hmm. um, there's always, always something you can do. Mm. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I, the way I see it is there's 24 hours in the day. So even if you can just dedicate like 1% of that time to do something that makes you stronger, well, I've tried, you know, give you a boost, why not? Um, I don't want to ask you about this whole new look fat tax thing. <laughs> what do you think of that? I, I honestly don't think they've done this to be spiteful and to impose a fat tax. Um, someone probably in the head office had a bit of a meltdown and thought, oh, we're using more material, let's make it a little bit more expensive. And they haven't thought about the, uh, the repercussions here. Um, I honestly don't even know where to start. It sounds completely bonkers, doesn't it? Um, I don't think it's right. I think it should. I think they should cost the same amount as the smaller sizes. There's multiple reasons why some people have put on weight, and sometimes it's not as straightforward as people on social media who are shouting about how ridiculous it is that you're overweight. It's sometimes much more complicated. So I don't think people should be punished for that. So be kind, basically. Pretty much, yeah. Just don't be a... Are we allowed to swear? Oh, yeah. Just don't be a dick yeah. is the number one rule here. The thing is, because if it was a plane, I can see if you are taking up two seats. Mm-hmm. I can see why you would need to charge for that, because airlines are so frugal. Yeah, potentially. Do you think? Yeah. Don't, don't hold back. Just <sighs> no, I, I honestly don't feel. know whether, whether it's right or not, because then you also think about how is that making the person feel. Um, I think unless someone comes to you asking for your help then you shouldn't give your opinion on someone else's weight. But it's... Well, if there's any airlines listening and uh, new look, you know, because oh, uh, the, the clothing, so are they saying because they're using more fabric? That was their line, yeah. I looked at their, <laughs> their press release this morning, I think it was that they were using more fabric, therefore it was going to cost more money. How mean have we got? I know. I mean, there's cost-cutting <laughs> and there's... Oh... So, um, another thing I want to say about things not to do in the gym. So you tuned into one of my stories and it was one of my favorite machines in the gym. Damn you. Mm-hmm. Cause I could actually sit, I could catch up on social <laughs> and but I could, I was feeling the burn. Do you know the one I mean? The, is it the abductor or what's yeah, it called? Yeah, abductors, yeah. The, do you know, they're not the worst machine in the world, but there is just so many more beneficial things that you could be doing in the gym. I once, as just a funny story, when I was working as a PT, in a previous gym, I won't name it on here, um, there was someone who used to come in and do her whole workout whilst reading a book, weight session and all. She'd do her step-ups reading her book, and I just thought that was incredible. Two birds with one stone. But, yeah, I... They're not my most... They're not my favourite machines, the ones you're speaking of. Right, yeah. No, that's... Because when I'm in the gym, the time's precious, so I want to get results. I, exactly I, that. I'm like you, I love the strength training, mm-hmm. and I, I do think it's important if we can try and get 
get some of it in. There's figures. Did you not see those figures about mental health? We know that physical, and as we get older into our 30s, we're really meant to be doing a bit of strength training if mm -hmm. we can, even if we don't love it, but if we could just get a little bit in um, for our bones and muscles and things. But um, there, what was that stat you shared on your stories about depression? Oh, now you're going to quit me on the stats <laughs> and get it wrong. I can't remember the exact stat. But yeah, strength training has a huge impact, a positive impact on mental health. Um, I know when we think about strength training and lifting weights, we think about big dudes in the gym slamming weights down, and it can be quite intimidating. But the benefits that strength training has, I think everyone should be lifting weights or doing some form of resistance training. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you want to maximise the time you've got in the gym. If you've got hours to spend in the gym, then by all means throw in all these smaller accessory exercises. The exercises like the Adapter machines, adapter machines. I love that. I but, loved it. R.I.P. to it. I've yeah. not been on it since. <laughs> I know. You've not been messaging me as much when you're in the gym now. You're not on that machine. <laughs> I'm um, not. Yeah, but I'd focus on bigger exercises that work lots of muscle groups at the same time. Your kind of squats, lat pull down, bent over rows. Um, if you're scratching your head listening to this, then ask Jojo. She's now a pro. Oh, well, get, get in there slowly. Trying stronger, fitter, faster. No, we're trying our best. Um, and, and what about people on a budget that can't afford trainers I mean you're great and I do the same we give out so much free mm -hmm. content and you, you're researching this stuff you're highly trained you know but so people are getting free stuff but in terms of food as a thing I was once trolled for um you know going on about cooking and i was told oh, i've got an easy life and it's easy for me to cook these nice things and i was saying but a bag of kale's 50p it doesn't mm -hmm. have to cost so do you have any tips for people that are really struggling financially that want to get fit and healthy um you don't need a gym membership to get fit this is the first thing i'll say that you can have great workouts at home using no equipment mm -hmm. um one of my favorite ways to encourage people to exercise is when you're at home pick four or five body weight exercises do them back to back without any rest and then rest for about 60 seconds when you're done. Mm -hmm. And then once that rest is done, go again and then rest. Go again and rest until you're pretty tired. Mm -hmm. And that costs absolutely nothing to do. Yeah. Um, there's so many budget gyms nowadays that you can get some pretty cheap memberships. Um, and when it comes to diet, eating healthy isn't always more expensive. It can be, but if you do it correctly, then I don't think it's more expensive than eating junk food. Yeah, I don't think so. Just, it just feels so good when you can make homemade. It just takes more planning. Yeah. That's all it is. If you're willing to put in time planning your meals and budgeting them out, then you can do it on, on the cheap. What's your favourite thing to cook? I'm a bit of a lazy cook, I'm going to be honest here. Um, <laughs> That's fine. I do love cooking salmon, and uh, my fiancé always takes the mickey out of me because I cook the same thing over and over again, <laughs> because I know exactly how long it's going to take to cook, and I can go and do some work whilst it is cooking. Uh -huh. um, but I like convenience. What do you serve it with? Uh, so I literally whack the oven at full blast. I think it's like a Jamie Oliver recipe that I've kind of adapted to uh, something that's even easier than what he said. Um, oven at full blast, in a baking tray, Chuck in salmon fillet, any type of vegetables you want, and olives. Bit of olive oil, salt and pepper. Whack it in the oven for 10 minutes. The rice takes 10 minutes as well, and you've got a meal there. Done. Oh, nice. So easy. Oh, I'm quite fancy in that now. Yeah, going to have to do a video of that now. Oh, yeah, maybe we'll get salmon involved. You listening, guys? <laughs> My friends, salmon. Um, no, uh, I, I used to do it. We had a flat and stop bridge, and my friend and I, we were like a little married couple, um, my friend Jen, and she was such a good cook, such a perfectionist. 
she was like the wife in the relationship. I was so the husband. <laughs> and uh, on a Saturday night, we used to have our salmon with the creme fraiche and the lemon. And she would squeeze the lemon in the creme fraiche. Mm-hmm. And then you would have a little bit on the side. Can't remember if we did carbs with it. I'll need to ask her. But it was damn tasty. So, and it was easy. Yeah, so yeah. easy. I'm always for convenience. Oh, I totally fancy mm-hmm. that. So in terms of food, as we said, you would see nothing. Well, obviously, detox teas and all that stuff. But actual food, nothing is off. Nothing should be off limits. I feel that every food can be uh, eaten as part of a healthy diet. Mm-hmm. Just needs to be done in moderation. Mm-hmm. But even healthy foods that you eat should be eaten in moderation, like avocados. As healthy as as healthy as they are, they're loaded with fat. So if you overeat on them, then your calories are just going to go sky high. Mm-hmm. And but every every food can be eaten on a healthy diet. Mm-hmm. I've always argued that. Loving it, loving it. Well, it's all about good food, exercise, and and I'd say music as well. Do you do you um, tune into music when you work out? I do. I have to listen to music when I work out. Really? I've actually like bailed on workouts because I forgot my headphones oh. before. I probably shouldn't admit that, <laughs> oh. but I need music. I I need someone shouting at me or some sort of hip hop in the background. Oh. Otherwise, I just can't can't train. So, if you were to run a marathon and you'd forgot your music, how the hell would you get through it? No idea. I probably. Ask someone to meet me after a mile or two with a set of headphones. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd need it. Yeah, I, I, for the marathon, I spent so long, every song was so important, mm-hmm. especially as it got on. I thought, oh my days, that's going to be 26 miles coming mm-hmm. up that has got to be, you know. Yeah, I hear so many people saying that they hate running and introduce music and see how you find it. Because if I run without music, I don't like it. I don't enjoy mm-hmm. it as much. But yeah. put on a good playlist and I'll run for as long as you want me to. Yeah, and even if you don't really want to go, just see it as your time with music mm. alone, with no one. And you could even just pick three tracks and say, well, I'm going to really enjoy it. I'm going to, mm-hmm. if you're starting out, who's going to really enjoy the music and being outside? I'm going to do that tonight, actually. And uh, I'm not going to have to pick more than three uh, tracks. But, but, you know, in the early days, a few years ago, when I really got into running again after Charlie, it's a great thing to do just to get some headspace mm-hmm. and to get out of the house. And when you've got kids, you may one day experience this um you're gonna probably start running more <laughs> yeah i i've i've learned to love running more and more the older i've got i used to just do strength training i'd really focus on wanting to build more muscle and i'm starting to just do exercise that i really enjoy so when i fancy mm-hmm. going for a run i'm going for a run we're lucky enough to live in one of the most gorgeous cities in the world edinburgh is beautiful and so go and run in it Oh, it's amazing. I don't get how people can drive to a gym and run on a treadmill staring oh. at the wall and then they drive back home, get yeah. outside, run. I, the only time I like running on a treadmill is if I'm doing like hardcore intervals mm-hmm. and I know it'll yeah. be, you know, I'm really pushing myself and I've got the beats, or especially if, if it's crap weather outside. The weather, yeah, exactly that. If the weather's dreadful, then get indoors. But other than that, go out and explore. Yeah, I think the gym for me is for weights, you know, and um, cardio should be done outside where you can. Um, so yeah back to music mm-hmm. do you have a favourite song or a favourite karaoke song I I do I actually used to play in a band when I was younger I kept no, that one I quiet did. I did, I did. Yeah, oh yeah. my days um, it was very bad it was a covers band and I was a big punk rock fan when I was younger <laughs> so we used to play a lot of punk rock covers um, and the odd indie indie track and yeah I did used to do a bit of singing I wasn't good I was just blindly confident so went for it um, but now I listen to everything, mainly, as I said before, a bit of hip-hop. Uh, I listen to a bit of rock and, yeah, everything. I'll, I'll give anything a go. Amazing. So you up for a bit of karaoke? Yeah, let's go for it. Awesome. <laughs> Can I get a whoop-whoop? <laughs> whoop, whoop. We got this. Bye-bye.
Touchless, always soften. I got issues. Sometimes we just need someone to talk to.